I talk often about how great sports people, musicians, surgeons, leaders use forms of self-hypnosis to really tell themselves what they want. And I've got a line where I say, you know, you might be going for Wimbledon or whatever, but having the baby or getting the promotion, whatever the goal is, that's your Wimbledon. You are listening to the Lifetonic Podcast, your resource for intentional living and personal growth. This podcast is designed to inspire you to be your most glowingly brilliant self. I am your host, Joanna O, and I'm grateful for you joining me on this journey where we explore the many nuances of what it means to thrive in our bodies and minds. I will be joined by inspiring leaders, healers, visionaries, creators, and disruptors in every sense of the word. With each episode, we will aim to challenge opinions, ask questions, and unpack the topics around intentional living that you are most curious about. Hello, Claire. Hello. Hi. Thank you so much for coming on the Lifetonic podcast. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. For everyone listening today, Claire is a hypnotherapist, a mindset consultant, and founder of Mindology app the new self-hypnosis app. She's a thriving entrepreneur and the woman behind two businesses, an online fine jewelry brand and a business consulting practice, which includes workshops utilizing her qualifications as a clinical hypnotherapist. Her very own creation, Mindology, is a brainwave-based coaching app, which brings all the elements and techniques of self-hypnosis and visualization into one digital platform. Wow, that's there's a lot there that I want to pick on, but if you want to maybe start by telling us a little bit about yourself and everything I've just said. Mm, yeah, absolutely. And I've got two children. <laughs> so, yeah, so Mindology is something that, well, I should backstep a bit of how because a lot of people get really fascinated by how self-hypnosis and hypnotherapy came into my life. And it's something that started about almost 20 years ago with my dad who had cancer. And he he used hypnotherapy as, as like a therapy to support the chemotherapy and really visualise his tumours being reduced, coping with the stress of being told about his mortality and it was the first time that I saw someone really use their their mind and their motivation to affect their their will, uh, their health, and their their outcomes. And there's nothing like a you know a three month um, diagnosis to to really motivate you. But I, I sort of had an obviously a profound impact on my life. Um, so I always kept coming back to hypnosis and hypnotherapy through through my life. When I was you know, doing my job, I was doing IT programming and then launched into an online fine jewellery uh, brand. And I kept coming back to hip hypnotherapy and I, I came back to it really strongly when I was burnt out from building my brand and just a complete workaholic, no perspective on, on work-life balance. And I was trying to get pregnant and that wasn't successful and it looked really dire. And I just, I spent a... Uh, nine nine months to 12 months seeing a hypnotherapist every week and we just worked on 
a first of all de-stressing me and then secondly um, building this visualization that there was there was a fertile egg so I did IVF and so I'm always really um, like to clarify that hypnotherapy I think something that really supports medicine modern medicine um, and helps you cope with the stress of whatever you, you might be going through and end of 12 months I was pregnant and um, with the, the a little girl that looks like a, you know I'd never have a, another child um, and then at 30 weeks I was diagnosed she was diagnosed with 30 weeks pregnant with a congenital heart issue and defect so I came back to hypnosis and hypnotherapy and I, I used it to to, to cope with the stress of this news of my unborn baby you know having a gen congenital heart defect and and also just using visualization and self-hypnosis to cope with how 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 I was going to cope with the operations because she needed two operations um, one at day 11 and then one at six months so I just feel like it's something that and, and the big question I'm often asked is how does it differ from meditation and it is very meditative self-hypnosis and hip hypnosis is about going into a calmer more relaxed state but what has always really appealed to me is that there is also that a goal of, uh, attached to it so you know dealing with the stress of infertility seeing yourself in a in a fertile you know relaxed way because when the body's stressed it's not a good environment for IVF mm -hmm. um, so I so just see it as something that's in, relaxes you but also empowers you and that's really stuck with me I sort of that kept playing on my mind and I just felt like this is just the most amazing therapy and it's just done these incredible things for me and you might say and you know people are, are like is it a miracle worker well you know I still had another challenge of my daughter having the heart defects and the surgeries but I just see it as something that helps your mind change and and get your perspective in a positive and calmer and and I, I say empowered regularly but just feeling like you're in control over your emotions more so I decided to train as a clinical hypnotherapist and I did a lot of coaching work with uh, business women because that was kind of something I, I felt strongly about because in the process of de-stressing and and putting my brand in jewelry brand in perspective I completely uh, changed what was stressing me out so dealing with customers delegating to staff uh, managing cash flow seeing myself as someone who could lead a team seeing myself as 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 a businesswoman you know I'd kind of been apologetically businesswoman and it was like no actually I I am someone who's built a brand up and I should be really proud of that so all these things happened for me wow. and I just felt like I had to I kind of I had to share it and that's where Mindology came about because I thought well this is a platform where we can share it with anyone anytime any place and they can they can learn the tools and techniques them as well what a story wow <laughs> yeah yeah it's a journey wow mm. absolutely there's so many things in what you just said that I want to sort of unpack and mm -hmm. ask you about yeah uh, without 
hearing too much uh, off into into the because we could talk about this for hours. But I know I could too. It's one of my favorite subjects. It's amazing. I mean, I think you know I don't know much about self self hypnosis. I have done it through various different channels at different times in my life, and recently a lot of the listeners and sort of the online community of behind the life tonic have been sort of coming to me asking you know about recommendations and what to expect and what is self-hypnosis and where to go I think that that's one thing and kind of learning obviously listening to your story which is absolutely mind-blowing it's an it brings up another aspect that we talk about a lot which is the mind-body connection Mm. and I think a lot of women that I have spoken to who you know are very successful you could say in in sort of subjective terms but are very successful or thriving in their lives and um, professionally and also wanting to go into having a family that can sometimes be a struggle just because your body is sort of struggling against your mind and it's almost like this it's not struggling but it's like this internal battle should I say back and forth Mm. and we put so much pressure as well women Mm. on our bodies we also have on top of that to bear children so Mm. it just kind of all ties into this story that you know is everything that you just described in a way well I know and I was I was very Lacey Fair, like, I'll have kids, no problems, no problems at all. I was, I was really, it'll be a breeze. And when I, I had, I struggled, and this is a whole different tangent, but I, I should have done egg, egg freezing with when I had my first son because I had a lot of problems with that. And that should have been a trigger, but I thought, no, come on, everyone pops out kids. Um, and I think it's when, when, when you can't pop out the, the child that it just sends you into a spin and you 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 just in this spin of stress and the book the work I, I know with my brand I mean I can re- remember actually I was so involved in the brand and and so caught up and I had a store at the time I missed an IVF appointment um, which you just you just don't do with the specialist because I completely forgot and then that, and that was a wake up call, like, where, where's my priorities here? And, and I also started I thought, seeing that the hypnotherapist I went to, you know, we, we established that if I am so stressed and so involved in this brand or work, where's the room for the brain and the body to go, oh, nurture. And it's such mm-hmm. a fine balance. And it's, it's, it's just, and everyone is so different. But for me, I just had to learn to deal with the stress, detach from myself, and I did that through self-daily. Actually, morning and night, I did this, um, a garden visualisation. I packed away all my stresses. I told myself mantras and positive affirmations have, have a lot of similarity and tie in with self-hypnosis because it's what you're telling yourself when you're in that relaxed state filters down into your unconscious mind and over Mm -hmm. time becomes a new way of of thinking for yourself. I talk often about how great sports people, musicians, surgeons, leaders use forms of self-hypnosis to really tell themselves what they want. And I've got a line where I say, you know, you might be going for Wimbledon or whatever, but having the baby or getting the promotion, whatever the goal is, that's your Wimbledon. 
So it's mm-hmm. about telling your mind and your body what exactly you want for yourself. And when you're in that calm, relaxed, meditative state, bringing in your statements to yourself, adding in visualization, because the body, the mind re- responds really well to uh, visual cues. We're, we're visual people. That's why we love movies so much and storytelling. It's, it's just part of our, our um, DNA as, as, as humans. So yeah, self-hypnosis and hypnosis is tied into storytelling. It's tied into metaphors, positive affirmations. Once the mind accepts something, the body follows and vice versa. The, the, the body communicates back to the mind. So, so it's, you know, it's, it's just a, a really powerful area and it's not harmful. It's not, it's not a medication. It's not drugs. It's, uh, it's just all, all letting your imagination and your yourself be in a, and just even if being in that calm state. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big, big advocate for self-hypnosis. Absolutely. No, it's, it's very interesting what you say. And I think about a lot often in our society, but also the way we've evolved as humans and the way medicines evolved and the mm. way everything's, you know, moved forward. It's very interesting that we often look outside of ourselves for solutions for quick fixes mm. because that's what we love right it's very hard to turn mm. it inwards and then try and fix it yourself because really as we can see the the mind has the power to heal the body and vice versa and we have that power within us but it's just that limiting belief that we are not capable maybe that we don't know where to start and that's just such a it's something that's so deeply rooted because you spoke of the unconscious mind it's so deeply rooted in this in in our unconscious so where do we start with reprogramming that and reframing be it to heal the body to heal pain to try and shift into say a state of like yourself, like relating to your experience, but also even in the professional world. Yeah, there's a lot there. So yes, basically our, for simplicity, I will say unconscious mind, but there is also the subconscious mind. So the conscious mind is I've got my, my meeting at midday today. I've got to send that email. That's my conscious mind. My unconscious mind is currently pumping blood throughout my entire body. It knows to blink. It can just speak. It knows to move the tongue. And it's also where you keep all your memories as growing up. And what's so tricky is it's not even just your parents, um, what happened in your interaction you know, as a child. It's your perception of an, of an interaction compounds and, and it's so complicated. So it's very hard to go back and change the past. And this is why I think hypnotherapy and self-hypnosis is so positive. It's about moving forward and setting goals, repetition, setting small goals for yourself, repetition to build that new behavior visualization we know the brain can't tell the difference between what we see as reality and what we imagine in our mind the same neural pathways so me talking to you right now and me um, imagining talking to you right now the same neural pathways are engaged that's why visualization is so powerful and it's used in sports psychology so much so it's about small steps setting goals and practice and, and it does take time. And, and you know, sometimes people can, can give up hope during that time and, and expecting miracles. 
but you, your goal could be, I'm just going to be more positive today. If I do hear criticism, I'm going to learn to let go of it, or I'm going to journal and let go of my negative feelings. Because I mean, when you stop and think about your day, and I, I try and do this as much as possible and catch myself, what did I just think? I just think, oh no, I'm not going to get that call. Oh. And I'm a really positive person, but I catch myself often going, why am I thinking the, the downside? And You'll see on TED Talks and that it's because we think a lion's going to kill us and, you know, we're looking for danger. But so you, you've got to consciously make the effort to flip it for yourself. And it does take time to become a new habit. And with the app, what we've tried to do, our aim is to be to give programs that each day give you the tools and techniques to start to, to have self-awareness, to practice visualization, to calm yourself down to see goals from a visual perspective, um, to to learn to goal set for yourself and and really evolve and, and kind of give you the tools and techniques to set out what you want for yourself and then how you're going to get there. Yeah, really those small milestones, like I said, and then consistency. So I think that's where really the app would come in. Yeah. And I guess for anyone that is new to self-hypnosis, like I said, there's been huge interest on the topic. Um, And anyone who is new to to the method or discovering your app, for instance, what can they expect? What does it look like over time? Pretty much everyone, one of us has, um, obviously I've experienced it, but when someone says, what is is hypnosis and what is self-help? self-hypnosis what does it feel like when you're zoned out to the crown or whatever your favorite movie series is or your favorite yes. book or your podcast you're actually in in a hypnotic trance and you're you're focused on something all other your job your worries your the kids your to-do list is all zoned out and you're just focused on the show that is a hypnotic state and it's a very empower, powerful state what we want to do in that state when you've forgotten about all your to-do list is then send your unconscious mind the messages of where you want to go. Every Most of us have experienced it before. What I want to do with the app is, is also t- share um, information and educate people about that, understanding and, and uh, sort of, I suppose, emotional intelligence. Like you are not your emotions. If you have lost lost it due to stress for the last 20 years over something that doesn't need to be the way forward like you you've become self-aware of what um so for example in the inner calm program we we work out your triggers and start to see them in a in a different perspective as something that is just not necessarily the part a part of you 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 have some power over your emotions and feelings and that alone that self-awareness of i can change is really liberating yeah, absolutely. We've talked about mind-body connection, and we've talked about, obviously, your amazing story. And turning more to your experience as an entrepreneur, I, I really liked what you said in the very beginning about your struggle with, to some degree, delegating and the pressure you put on yourself as a leader. Yeah. And going back to what I was referring to is a, a lot of the women that I speak to can relate you know, 99% to what you said. And that pressure that we have, I think, you know, I have also been a business owner as well as worked in a very corporate environment. Mm. And this is just a little bit about me, but some of the struggles that you find as a woman is 
often having to put that pressure on yourself to try harder to get the recognition that you think you deserve. Yeah. And a lot of women, whether business owners or working for somebody, mm-hmm. struggle with that mm. almost guilt. You know, on one side, the guilt of, I don't want to be too much of a woman, but also I want to be obviously thriving and successful and getting those, you know, advancing. Mm. So what's been your experience with kind of coping with that? So my jewellery business, I started nine years ago. So for the last decade, I've sort of been an entrepreneur. Before that, I worked, so I've worked in corporate situations, definitely during my IT career. I think things are really changing, um, but I do. I we, we as women have a real tendency to put a lot of pressure and guilt on ourselves. That is something that might be a goal. Just just learning to let go of of the guilt. I am who I am. These are my goals, and I'm going to strive for them. You you could also be, you know, wanting your goal to. you know to to thrive and strive in the workforce but you can be a nice person about it as well and that could be your goal so I think it's it's about setting goals and setting what you want for yourself and how you want to feel so I want to succeed I don't want to feel bad about succeeding and and just being clear what what you want for yourself and I think there's a there's a lot of um, inspirational leaders now and I think we're seeing a lot of different styles so finding a, a role model not necessarily you meet in person, but just a like Michelle Obama, I think is a is a fantastic leader. Um, she's funny and and approachable, but strong. So maybe connecting with the leader and visualizing yourself that the qualities of, that they have in yourself, in your own interpretation. And also, I think number one thing for so many of us women is self confidence. And I actually deserve this. I'm I'm actually I'm worth it. You know, we are, and we, we don't think like that. And so reprogramming that, I, I've worked hard. I did my degree. I've done my junior slog, and I deserve this position. So visualising what you want, you want to see yourself go into the board meeting and you want to have that calm, steady voice, not an up-and-down sing-song voice. You want, you know, starting to really tell yourself what you want for yourself and what you want to look like and sound like and even how people interact with you. And it's about repetition and building that that mindset to become the new norm for yourself. It can be so beneficial, like you said, to in application to benefit every almost every aspect of your life. And it's using it kind of daily to condition yourself, I guess, is what you were saying for success. Yes. Then I think a lot of people are going to say, and I visualize this and I visualize it as if it was happening now. Yeah. And it's just not happening. I know. And that's why I always like to say there's no <laughs> miracles. You know, I, I, it's it's not the secret. It's not the, the law of attraction. But also you need to you need to give it time and you need to let it become something that actually is kind of second nature to you. So if I just visualize the phone ringing tomorrow and, I, and I've got X, Y, Z, it doesn't work that way. It, it takes time. I mean, you really think of the analogy of the sports person. Okay, I'm going to win the game tomorrow done no they've trained in their mind as well as physically so you've got to what you've got to know your stuff in your job or um you've got you know you've got to do all the content and technical training and then you've got to do your mindset training and it 
the, the sports person analogy, they don't win the game every single time, you know, and give up when, oh, what I visualised I'd win today, you know. So it is a journey. I think it's self-change and self-empowerment is a journey. It's not a race. It's it's about moving goals for yourself and, and seeing it as something as a lifestyle decision You you because you want the best. We only live once and you want the best for your life and so I'm going to embrace this mindset rather than thinking there's a quick fix of visualise this tomorrow and it's going to, you know, transpire for me. So I think it's an attitudinal thing as well. Yeah, it's almost so, yeah, exactly. It's a, it's a shift in, in perspective and attitude. Everything is mindset. So almost, yeah, feeding off everything you just said. I guess as a, as a successful businesswoman and now mom of two, how, I guess for all the women out there and, that's not me, but I know there are a lot listening mm -hmm. who have their busy days and have a job and have the kids and have all these obligations. How do you, I guess we've said remove the guilt because you can step away from that and take that time for yourself and actually help yourself to show up better. Yeah. But how do you use those practices and how do you integrate meditation and mindfulness and those techniques that you've learned into your busy day? As I wake up and I'm, I'm sort of what I call thawing out, ready for the day, I do a self-hypnosis and I see myself, every single cell and muscle in my body, just like a body scan, all nice and refreshed and calm and energized from the sleep I've had. And I set, uh, I see myself for the day and how my, my sort of goals and what I want for myself. And also I've started really lately in the last three months of, I used to be someone who would have 10 goals in a day and I'd run around crazy, mazy, trying to tick them all off. I've actually really focused on two or three, doesn't, and not necessarily big goals, and just get them done. And it's kind of growing, snow, snowballing, and, and just rather than all these little mini goals that weren't going anywhere or were going anywhere, but I've sort of been much more focused. And I, I find actually self-hypnosis focuses you because you often you focus on a point and you zone out. And then at, at the end of the day, as I'm going to bed, I let go of all, again, do a self-hypnosis and I let go of all the stresses. And if I've had a particular conflict or issue that's been funny, then I see that leaving my body. I'm really big on stress leaving my body and I visualize it leaving. And uh, I'm, and I also, I, I sort of have a, it's called control room on my app. Um, oh, sorry, the dashboard of emotions. And I turn a dial, which says sleep in my, in my brain. And I turn it up. I've been training because I, I went through a patch of, through COVID of, of sleep issues. And, um, and it's funny, it's sort of really kicked in the sleep. I sort of turn up this dial, go to bed and I'm not off just really feel less is more and I'm much more focused and for me I, I need it now I need that morning um, session to set off the day and I need the little break in the middle of the day and um, at, at the end of the night at the end of the night as well yeah it's it's really the key times isn't it is the starting yes. the day and setting starting the, the week yeah it's Monday and we're starting with this so what you said about stress leaving the body because Otherwise, yeah. we all know it really stays there. Yeah, and 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 you hold on to it. Like I, I actually love the metaphor of it leaving my body, not uh, not being held anywhere, and and I feel lighter. Yeah. So I also say if if you've got a meditation practice you already do, or you do yoga, you can bring any of these techniques into those 
you know, bring them in together. You don't have to reinvent the wheel and, oh, this is another new thing I need to do. Bring it into your existing routine and just enhance it. I think you can always visualize it's very, very versatile and adaptable. And if you're somebody, I'm just trying to think, has, like you said, a meditation practice, visualization can actually help induce it, I find. Yeah. Or if you're somebody who journals and on Life Tonic, we talk a lot about journaling. Mm, it's powerful. Yeah, exactly. But it can be you journal about your visual imagery and it, mm. putting it on paper is almost like it's really happening and it's given that tangibility. Yeah, you actually clarify and crystallize what you want. I mean, journaling is a all the programs have journaling as part of it because it, I think it's a discipline in a good way to let go of, of negativity, to write what you want. So you could even, while you're journaling, then just, you know, once you finish, stop. And if part of your journaling was some, some goals for yourself, just bring, visualise and, and just do, some, do your deep breathing, um, calm yourself down and then visualise those goals you've just journaled about. So, yeah. Yeah, you bring it into whatever you're doing is is what I say to really make it part of your lifestyle and, and to make changes for yourself. Absolutely. So what would you say to somebody who you did mention focus and that was going to be one of my questions is people struggling to focus. And often we have this association that, you know, to meditate or to reach a state of quieting, chatter in the mind, aligning mind and body, you have to be kind of fitting into that image of sitting cross-legged, doing something that puts you in that state when really it's so versatile and it can work in so many areas to benefit you and your lifestyle and very easily can be incorporated yeah absolutely and the more you do that the more it actually will become part of your life you know really start building the picture of what you want and and start little goals to begin with and then and then grow it um you know expand from there exactly what would you say to somebody who struggles to clarify their goals or who has a bit of a foggy way when they start visualizing I think I think keep going back to what goals do resonate with you and keep focusing back on that because sometimes we can have grand dreams for ourselves and and a vision but is it really what what we want and are you breaking down that big that that big vision into smaller chunks of goals because of so I think start with goals that seem really clear and, and resonate with you. And then focus is also about, it is about committing to something. It's about breaking all the steps down and committing to it. It's it's very hard to maintain focus with an iPhone that just, an email that just distracts us constantly. So, yeah. you know, you read a lot about switching off the, the phone when you really want to, because of all those notifications, we've been trained to really pounce all the time, pounds, pounds, pounds. And actually it takes time to clarify what you want and it is about, um, you know, working out the steps and committing to the steps. So, yeah, finding focus is is a skill in itself. Is It's about practising coming back to exactly what you want. And, and you know, oh, I lost focus, yes, because that email popped up. So, be again, being a self, self-aware of that, like, you know, I tried today, someone might say, oh, I tried today to sit down and write that blog post. But, you know, I just can't find the focus. When you think about it, you, because you replied to the four pop-up emails that, ca- so, you know, we, it's, it's, it's a powerful tool for us all, but use it to the best of your av- advantage. And, and, you know, when do you sit down 
and really give yourself an hour just to focus on on nothing even, just having a cup of tea and looking out the window. Yeah. How often do we do that? Because we get interrupted by alerts and, you know, so retraining yourself, okay, I'm going to give my, myself a block of time to focus on whatever you want to focus on. Yeah, it's it's crazy that we are just always something's always asking for our attention and just because the phone has access to you 24 7 doesn't mean that you should uh let it in yeah 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 exactly it's hard though it's hard I'm guilty of that yeah no I am too I am too um but just even becoming self-aware of of it rather than oh I can just never focus well, no, actually, it was the emails that disrupted you, distracted you. So self-awareness, I think, is really important. I think journaling and, and again, like, you know, self-hypnosis and um, visualisation just goes that step for next step from meditation in that it's about calming yourself, but then starting to become self-aware, starting to be clear on your goals, starting to tell yourself exactly what you want um, and where you want to go. Um, and really directing your, yourself in, in the direction you want to go. Yeah, exactly. That's very helpful. Thank you. <laughs> but visualization <laughs> is really at the core of the Mindology programs and sessions. Mm-hmm. So yeah. can you tell people a little bit more about what's on the app and how does it work? Is it like a daily check-in? So there's, um, yeah, so we've got um, an app and the, the, the digital platform, so they, they support each other. So the, the, um, we've, the first program or workshop we've launched is Finding Inner Calm, and that's a seven-day program which teaches you, first of all, about your triggers, becoming self-aware, understanding um, what your conscious mind is and your unconscious. So it's a lot of learning and, and to build into that self-awareness as well as learning about visualization and setting goals for yourself. So there's a journal, um, which you do as part of the program. And then the app supports, so the app has an inbuilt journal that you can write your thoughts. Um, it has audio sessions. It has a how-to guide for self-hypnosis and visualization. And um, there's two main areas um, that we work on at the moment is finding inner calm and building your confidence. So we growing the app. Um, at the moment and adding more uh, programs and more content and more sessions and we really want to make it practical yeah so it's 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 an exciting um, venture or a journey for me and yeah we've um, want users to feel empowered and feel like they are changing or they've got some they've got they're getting their hands on tools and techniques to start to move themselves forward. That, for me, is my vision, um, to, to empower and help give people insights and tools and techniques so that you don't you don't have to feel trapped in, in your emotions. You know, I'm just always grumpy or I'm just always, never works out for me. Starting to change that talk for yourself. So we're working on some really exciting programs at the moment. So A lot to look forward to. Yeah, thank you so much. Thank you for sharing. And I guess just to wrap it up, can you share what is, what's been your greatest lesson in maybe in your journey so far, be it maybe the personal side, but also in building those two amazing businesses? This is, that's a very, that's a great question. I, I think the biggest thing <laughs> is that I can change. 
I can, it doesn't mean every day it all works out for me, but I can change and I can move forward. So me as who I was five years ago to who I was 10 years, of course we change through time, but I'm, I'm in changing in, a, in, a, in a more aligned, more focused, happier, more fulfilled way. And, I, you know, I decide my day. I, I decide how I react to, to external events. It's up to me to let that negative event spoil my week or spoil my day do you know what I mean it's up to me um so I think that's probably been the biggest thing and I think that helps you then detach from situations in a business environment so if you you know you didn't get the sale or you didn't that's okay it doesn't mean I wasn't I wasn't good enough you know I don't need to buy into all that negative self-talk tomorrow's a new day there's a there's seven billion people in this um, planet. There is so many opportunities, and and that's another thing I think I've I've really embraced is that there is so much and so many opportunities, and that there's never it's not the right there's never not the right time. And 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 I'm not saying I'm perfect positive all the time. I will have times where I forget this, but I generally am coming back to that day in day out. Like there is, I, I'm in the master of my emotions and there is an abundance of opportunities and fun things to do and you know I create my opportunities in lots of ways as well so yeah well and also remembering that you're endlessly evolving I love the part about change because it's never too late you can always start over yeah oh 100% and there's no prize at the end either as well it embrace just keep getting better and better and doing different things and finding what works for you and I mean that's my my number one piece of advice for anyone when I'm asked about when I'm asked to make a comment about self-care and mental well-being or well-being in general whatever works for you is the best self-care routine you can have so you know pick from different therapies and different what's out there's so much out there now that it can feel overwhelming but pick what works for you and blend it into your view and, and then just keep moving forward with that. I love that. Wow, thank you so much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, thank you for having me. So. It was a pleasure. Thank you for coming on the podcast. And like I said, I will link all of useful information that we've touched on and links to discover the Mindology app as well as some of your other work okay. in the show notes. All right, that's lovely. Thank you so much, Joanna. Thank you for having me.